0: Matt Whitaker, former U.S. Acting Attorney General. This is
1: such a great conversation about America, our future, what's going to save our republic.
0: We have a great football player, Matt Whitaker is here, Matt.
1: They tried to bury me, they didn't realize I was a C. It's a football,
0: put- oh. Whitaker.
1: Former acting U.S. Attorney General. Under President Trump. I'm going to be an unwavering supporter of law enforcement. Welcome to Liberty and Justice with your host,
2: Matt Whitaker.
1: Welcome back to CPAC. Now I'm your host Matt Whitaker. Uh, we have a great guest right now. Somebody that I have been looking forward to talking to, Congressman Byron Donalds. How are you, my
2: friend? I'm doing good, Matt. Good to be with you.
1: Yeah. No, I, I am. I'm a huge fan, uh, as you know, and I, we've talked about. I spent a lot of time in Southwest Florida, especially in Naples, and um, you know, followed your primary, your general election. I mm-hmm. uh, followed your career, and I just, you know, you you are um, the future of the Republican Party. You, you know, Florida Republicans, I think, are uh, to some extent probably our near and long-term future of the Republican Party and conservative movement. But like, talk to me, you have the majority in the House now. Right. Um, Talk to me about kind of what you're working on uh, with that majority and and how it's different from being in the minority party.
2: Well, I, I mean, let me say it like this. There is obviously the big stuff that everybody talks about. You have the investigations. We're talking about the Hunter Biden laptop, Twitter files, that kind of stuff. Then of course, people are talking about what's gonna happen with debt ceiling. Um, And then we have to fund the government starting uh, the end of September. You have to figure out appropriation bills. But we're doing a lot of legislating, a lot of legislating, everything from energy independence to our financial uh, systems, trying to make sure that we have clear rules to the road so people can find their successes in life Parents Bill of Rights actually was just introduced yesterday, I believe it was. We're doing actual policy and we're doing it the right way. We're using the committees and the members having engagement. Yeah. Democrats are allowed to run amendments under Republican leadership, Yeah, even under Democrat leadership, excuse me, Democrats weren't allowed to run amendments. We're allowing every member to actually do their job. It, it sounds simple, but yeah. it's not what's been in Washington for quite some time. That's what we're doing with the majority. And and so the
1: collaboration is good. Uh, you turn out probably with a better product. You have more buy in yeah. uh, from those that participate. But are those bills just going to the Senate to die? Or are we going to I mean, I know like you passed and I think it's going to be successfully moved uh, to the president's desk, but Uh, For example, Washington, D.C. passed this ridiculous uh, crime bill that reduced penalties for, you know, crime across the board. And I'm not against uh, theoretically criminal justice reform, but I think, you know, like letting out violent criminals is not the solution and not prosecuting crimes uh, and lowering thresholds is is not the solution to the violent crime challenges that Washington, D.C. faces, for example. So you all uh, overrode. Uh, that action, and you're going to force the president to, you know, sh- you know, sh- take a position. Right. And I think that's smart, um, and I think you're you're doing that on a lot. But like, where where are we going to find that success? Is in American energy independence, for example, that you mentioned, is that a place where we can get Democrats to agree that a
2: stronger America is through energy independence? My hope is that we can. R- yeah. Real quick, thing about what the the, the D.C. City Council did there's criminal justice reform, yep. and then they're just playing crazy. Yeah. What they were doing was playing crazy. That stuff made no sense. And even Democrat members were like, this is nuts. We can't allow this to happen. Um, I think that was a good thing overall for, for, our, for our process. Yeah i think there are wins to be had when it comes to energy independence what most people think about when they see what happens on the hill is these massive omnibus yeah. bills these comprehensive nobody's fixes. read them that's is that's where stuff is like that's dumb legislating yeah. that's easy legislating that's not how it should actually happen well we've always, what i've been advocating for a lot of my colleagues is let's just put together simple bills that are easy to digest easy to talk to members on the other side of the aisle try to find that buy, that that mm-hmm. buy-in You know that that common ground if you will and so we think that there's opportunities to get stuff to the president's desk where he's gonna basically look like how how can i say no to that yeah very different from how nancy pelosi ran the place and so i i think that you know as we move forward as a country even even democrat voters understand there's stuff that has to change because this these woke ideas That'll be the death knell for our country, and I think you have Democrats who are even acknowledging that at this point.
1: Yeah, and I think you know I I, I like to say, and you know I've said it earlier today, uh, on in another segment of this show, that I think the rights coalition is a lot stronger right now than the left's coalition, Uh, because if you hold that that kind of that woke radical left together with sort of the that traditional liberals, mm-hmm. um, you just—they're just—they're fraying. They're—they're they're further and further apart on the yeah. spectrum, uh, and you're seeing people. Uh, Elon Musk is a prime example that sort of showed that graph where he didn't move, but like everything went—you <laughs> know—shifted on him. Yeah. And you know, I think—I think that's what's happening in in America right now. Tell me, tell me what's on your constituents' minds. I mean, you spend a lot of time talking to the people that voted for you and the people
2: that even didn't vote for you. But now, mm-hmm. are your constituents? Tell me what you're hearing from them. They just want to get back to common sense. Yeah, honestly, that's that's like the big thing. I mean, you talked about the the divide and the Democrat Party that is real. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always seen and perceived that we have these massive divisions on the Republican side of the aisle. Not really true. We all agree on the same stuff. The disagreements come in the tactics right. or the sense of urgency. That's where the disagreement comes in on our side. On their side, it's so different. Um, But it's going to be really hard for them. And, look, that's not my concern, you know, because I'm a Republican. I want to win, so I'm going to let them deal with that. But what voters, my voters, and I think voters around the country, what they want, they just want common sense. They just want tolerance to prevail. Like, you can have your viewpoints. You can have your visions. You know, as an adult, you can choose how to live your life. That's your business. But don't censor me. Don't make me seem like I'm less than a person or that I'm only out to get you because I don't agree with you. And I think that's where voters are. That's why I don't know. That's where my voters yeah. are. I think that's where the American people are.
1: Yeah, I mean, it used to be that Florida was kind of ground central for the the, the, the clash between Republicans and Democrats in every election. But yeah. I mean, you guys have all sort of changed that. I mean, I know right. the governor's changed that. You know, you've changed that. So many, you know, Rick Scott, uh, Marco Rubio, you know, like like Florida is, uh, is, a, is a red state. It's a conservative state. But I also think it's a place where conservative policies are implemented and are working and people are seeing the results they're flourishing similar to my home state of Iowa where right. you know you're just seeing you're seeing smart common sense solutions to some of these challenges seeing like things like school choice and um, you know uh, just constitutional freedom and and people are flourishing under that they're able to participate in their children 's education they're able to speak up at school boards and and and, and find out what the curriculum is I, I just think it's it's such a it's such a uh, Refreshing place, you know, and and when we go to seed the table, for example, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's a that's a great place, even in the middle of COVID. It was you know it was a it was a beacon of freedom. It was people you know a lot of people that that's their community, and you take that away from them, and that's and that's tough. And so I mean I just I have to you know salute and congratulate you. I know you spent time in the legislature as well, and it's just you know you guys are doing amazing things in Florida. Well,
2: I, I want to. Florida has been that battleground, but what people don't remember is 30 years ago, Florida was a blue state. Yeah. So Florida is really a microcosm for what's really possible in the country. We're now, you know, I guess you say, you, we're, the, we're the bastion of conservatism, like we're the home of, of the yeah. conservative movement, the home of the party right now, okay? But 30 years ago, we were a blue state. Yeah. It took time and diligence and having to win the political argument mm-hmm. and get voters to see things as we saw them. Yeah. And then what you also had is people started choosing Florida. They started comparing the states, especially during COVID. Well, New York's doing this yeah. and Florida do is doing that. Why am I still here when I can have that? And what you've seen is the migration of people because of the implementation of conservative ideals yeah. over time. And that's what's created the, the you know the 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 red state that is Florida, the free state of Florida, however you wanna however you wanna phrase it. That we can have that in other states. We can have that in our nation. But Republicans, conservatives, we have to do the job of winning the arguments.
1: Yeah. How, um, In the limited time we have left, sure. how, how's recovery from the hurricane coming along? I, I was there a couple of weekends ago, drove up through kind of Bonita Beach and just saw you know, yeah. the, the serious destruction. I know it's gonna take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort, a lot of suffering has happened. Um, you know, let people know that not only are we praying for them, we you know supporting them however we possibly can. How's it going from your perspective?
2: Well, look, most of the, the areas is back. Yeah. But on the barrier islands, Bonita Beach, yeah. uh, Sanibel Island, Fort Myers Beach, it's going to be a long recovery yeah. process. But the good thing, as I was on Sanibel a week ago, yeah. the people of Sanibel, the small business owners, yeah. they're motivated to rebuild. So what they see is they have a local government that's on their side, a state government that's doing everything it can for them uh, and, and you know be me being their congressional representative to hold fema accountable to yes. now that the cameras have shifted right to make sure they're still doing the job and getting the things done and we're just going to continue to work at it it's a can-do attitude it's people who just want to rebuild and enjoy you know the paradise that is southwest well, florida i i and i have heard
1: recently maybe as soon as today or yesterday that the light On the Sanibel Lighthouse has been relit. So that is a beacon (laughs) of of hope and what's to come. So, Congressman Byron Donalds, thank you so much for joining me here on CPAC Now. Again, tune in anytime. Uh, We're here 24 7. You're watching CPAC Now.